0: International bestselling author of Rich Dad Poor Dad Or the co-founder of Match.com Or the host of the MSNBC show Your business, they all have one thing in common They are some of the many guests that want you to reach the finish line Your host is Cal Diggs and welcome today i am delighted to welcome back Shai Rush. shy is the founder and president of university of the people the world's first tuition free nonprofit, accredited online university as an educational entrepreneur shy has over 25 exp- 25 years of experience in the international education market. He's been widely recognized for his work with University of the People as being named of one of Fast Company's 100 Most Creative People in Business. And he, his TED Talk has reached over 5 million viewers. Uh, Wire Magazine also nominated him as one of the 50 people changing the world. Very happy to have him back on. Shai, welcome.
1: Well, well, thank you for inviting me. Great pleasure and honor to be here again.
0: Yes. Univ- uh, since our last interview three years ago, University of People has really uh, made uh, a lot of progress. Uh, since, we left, since we last talked, you only had two uh degree programs and now you have uh at this point I believe you have four uh, now you have a health science um degree program and you also have a uh masters of education de- degree program which I'm very uh happy uh to talk about so uh let's start there uh you know you know you know you you, you offer associate degrees uh, you offer bachelor's <laughs> degrees all that is tuition free you know this is free tuition. Anyone in the world who wants to go to an accredited online university can do so tuition free. And um, this your master's of education uh, is your newest addition to your uh, degree program co- catalog. Uh, why did a uh, uh, university of people decide to uh, pick master's of education as the newest degree program?
1: Right. So when, as you said, three years ago, we had only associate and bachelor degree in uh, business administration and computer science. But two things happened. One, we have a strong demand from our students, or even better, our graduates, who said, listen, our bachelor degree is great, but we need more than that. In order to advance our career, we need MBA." So we decided to develop MBA first and foremost for our graduate, but open it to the entire world. uh, And we did it uh, like all of our programs, tuition free. Then we realized that health science is actually in many parts of of the world is much more in need than other programs because health is a big issue and the need for uh, health practitioners is huge and the shortage is amazing which cause the outbreak of of a lot of diseases and inability to to handle them. So we decided we got a a grant and we decided to develop our associate degree and bachelor degree in, um, in health science. But then we also felt all along that when you look at the world and if you want to move the needle and if you want to really make an effect on the world and move it forward, education is the thing. Because having qualified teachers is the is the best way to educate and to uh, prepare the young generation for the needs of the twenty first century century. And in many parts of the of the world, education is not at the right uh, level. Yeah. So we were approached by the IB, the International Baccalaureate, which is probably the most prestigious uh, and high quality international chain of schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh a pedagogy that, that run by, by schools all over the world, 5,000 schools. Mm-hmm. And they were um, in, interested to know if we would will be willing to develop a Master of Education uh, with their pedagogy. And obviously, we jumped right right there and said, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we developed together uh, in collaboration, uni- University of the People in collaboration with the IB, Uh, developed a master in education. We just launched it um, three weeks ago with thousands over four thousand applicants in the last three weeks coming from all over the world. All of them are either teachers that want to be qualified to teach the IB, getting a master in education and and teach the IB, or people who have a bachelor degree and want to move uh, to become teachers. So we are thrilled. We have an amazing advisory board that leads us, uh, the top academics, uh, educators of the world, who direct us and lead us to build an amazing program. And we are very pr- proud to be there. So that's our new edition. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that actually leads me to my next question. Um, all all of the staff. University of People is operated based on the goodwill of volunteers, which is amazing. Uh, Perhaps you can describe a few key roles that uh, some of the people are contributing to make University of the People possible. Maybe a little information about their background and what motivated them to become a part of University of the People.
1: Sure. So our top academic leadership are coming from uh, the best universities of the world. Uh, Our president council, uh, chaired by John Sexton, the president of NYU, include uh, Cappy Bond Hill, uh, the previous president of Vassar, Nick Dirks, the the uh, former chancellor of Berkeley, um, John Stewart, the president of Hamilton College, Colin Lucas, the the vice chancellor of uh, Oxford, George Rapp, the President Emeritus of Columbia University, Steve Trachtenberg from uh, George Washington University, Judy Shapira from Barnard College, Uh, Thorsten Weisel, which is a Nobel laureate, as well as the President Emeritus of Rockefeller University. So we are led by by amazing people. Mm -hmm. And these people come to us because they uh, basically believe in our mission. Uh They want our, um, they want us to succeed because they believe, like we do, that higher education got to the point that for most people is simply uh, unaffordable. Uh And so many qualified people cannot attend higher education. And we are actually paving the way to show that higher education can be accessible with the high quality. So, for that reason, we have our provost is uh, john uh, Our provost is David Cohen from Columbia. our deans are from NYU and uh, and Princeton and we ourselves have partnership with NYU with Berkeley and with uh, University of uh, Edinburgh, whereas take Berkeley for example, our associate degree. Graduates can transfer, can apply to transfer to Berkeley to complete their BA on campus. So, a lot of amazing uh, top academics of the world joined together, came on board with us to make this dream of making high quality higher education affordable and accessible to all. And that's why they're there and that's what makes us high quality
0: it, it's amazing I've never seen anything like it before and uh, and it's just such a gift uh, to the world uh, many people who are in developing countries uh, you know perhaps perhaps maybe they have you in a perhaps maybe they have universities but maybe these universities are not high quality or you have these other developing countries and where they have to travel a long distance just to get a quality wow. uh, higher education and to be able to, uh, and to and to be able to benefit from a gift like yours and where a person can Access uh, a very high quality education online. Uh, it's it's definitely unrivaled, um, and that kind of and that kind of leads me to uh, my next question. You, you have a lot of key you have a lot of key influencers in the education sector uh, who are making university people possible with their uh, generous time contributions. Uh, for the people who are kind of observing, the people who are in the public, you know, what are some opportunities? that people can join as a volunteer to further the cause of university of the people
1: so we are growing we are growing very fast we are doubling the number in the last four years we doubled the number every year we have now 17000 uh, students but that also means that we need more and more volunteers we have 7000 volunteers uh, but we need more instructors to teach the courses that uh, we offer and we would welcome more, more academic leadership to join our ranks and, and to help us. Um, I think that instructors would be the place where uh, we would need most uh, help as well, but we will also welcome people who are willing to be to develop courses for us and as well as anyone can help us spread the word. You know, we... As I, as I just mentioned, we double ourselves every year. But saying that, UNESCO stated that there are 100 million people who need education uh, or, or seek education in universities that do not exist, meaning simply there aren't enough seats in the existing universities to serve them. Mm-hmm. And we are the opportunity for those people. We are actually telling them in our online classes. Nobody needs to stand in the back of the lecture hall. There is, there is room for everyone, but they need to know about it. So spreading the word about us, telling people, listening, the opportunity is there. Take it. That's, that's something that we would always appreciate people helping us with.
0: Do you want to reach the finish line? Of course you do. But one objection you may have is, I don't have the time. One thing I've always suggested is outsourcing. And thankfully, now you can do so on the budget. Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for services starting at $5. The wide range of services include logo design, photography, copywriting, voiceovers, video editing, and much more. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and click on the link on the episode page and let Fiverr be the resource to help you reach the finish line. And I I would imagine for, you know, for someone who has to – to, to help you develop courses uh, or to be an instructor, uh, th- uh, would you, do you require that they have a formal education background? Yes. Oh, okay, uh, yes. They need,
1: they need to have, it depends. For the BA, uh, we can, some of our instructors have MA, but for uh, our master level programs, all of them must master, master have uh, PhDs. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, You need to, and and the same goes for the course developers, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, makes sense. I, I look to people like you because you're you're definitely one of the uh, forefront leaders uh, in in the education sector, and perhaps you know you know if 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 I can ask anyone uh, probably for probably the best answer, I will probably look to you just because of your stature and what you have been doing uh, for the education world. What can we do uh, to avoid? continuing a society of highly educated citizens so we talked about you know everyone having these bachelor degrees but you know certain parts of the u.s you know unfortunately um you know, they can't find a job or, or unfortunately they do have a job, but it has nothing to do with what, what they studied in and they're making a, a no. whole lot less. What can we do to avoid continuing a society of highly educated citizens, but who struggle with underemployment or unemployment in their communities? What can we do?
1: You know, I think that society as a whole should be innovative. And should all the time think about what new areas they should, the society should move toward, to enable the people to have more more jobs and more satisfying jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you if you um, work in one industry and the industry uh, stop be, stop uh, existing, you know, I mean, let's say that you work in a, in an industry that moved to man, to be manufactured elsewhere mm-hmm. well I think it's the role of the society to retrain the people to do other jobs. Mm-hmm. Because if someone if someone is educated, he has the knowledge, he has the mind, he has the capability. So if he, if this person was able to study one profession with the right help, even if this person is now older and it might take a bit longer, they can they can study they can study other jobs, you know in the U.S., there are close to 5 million open positions in IT right now. Uh. And we talking about whether uh, the, the, the doors should be open to bring uh, people from abroad to fill up these positions? Well, and I'm not getting into the argument of whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing, but I would say no matter what, train the people that you have at home. There are jobs there out there waiting for them. Maybe not all of them can be trained, but significant number of them. And not just tell them, you know, you are yeah, you have the education, but there is no job in the education that you got, therefore you're going to be unemployed. That's, you know, not only horrible for the per, for the people and their self-esteem, it's also bad for the society because you, you waste amazing talents.
0: I, I agree. And and sometimes, when people are unemployed and un- or underemployed, sometimes at that moment, uh, it might th- it might become the perfect time for them to consider entre- uh, you know entrepreneurship. Uh, just beca- be just because that uh, they may think that. Probably there's no other better time to do it. Since since since, since they live in an area and where unemployment is high or underemployment is high, uh, you know, even if they have some uh, savings or even if they have some resources to capital, uh, they can see that as an opportunity to shift. And who knows, you know, take a take a take a risk that can may uh, be quite profitable. As an educational yeah. entrepreneur, as yourself, Shy yeah i'm talking about like in, to, in in today's world because kind of when you were um when you were um when you had your for-profit educational services company perhaps it could have been different you know that was about that was almost about 15 years ago but in today's world you know with other universities unfortunately charging astronomical prices uh for yeah. for, for, for degrees do you still think uh, uh there's an ethical way uh, to profit by uh, offering affordable degree programs with kind of social responsibility in mind.
1: Oh yeah, I I think so. You know, I would I would say you know we are we are nonprofit, mm-hmm. and but and we charge one hundred dollar uh, per end of course exam. But with this modest amount of money, we are financially sustainable. Uh Now, it is true that we use volunteers, but even even with the volunteers, our model is so lean that we show that higher education can be not only accessible and affordable, but also sustainable. Uh And in our case, because we are non-profit, uh, now we are sustainable the next step will be that we are going to have surplus. We are going to use this surplus to give scholarship for students who cannot afford even this $100. Uh, so we, have, we are, you know, we are non-profit and we are there to benefit the world. And if we have, a, we have surplus, it will go back right to the people who need it most. But when you think about our model, it's actually a model that says that very, very low-cost uh, education can be sustainable and profitable. Uh-huh. Now, the question is, how do you do it without being becoming greedy? Uh-huh. Because, you know, what happened with some for-profit universities, that the profit became so high, and they forgot about the social mission of what they do. Uh-huh. But first of all, education is a social mission, should be a social mission. Educating the world is something that the world needs and yeah. it's doing good to the world. And I believe that there is no reason for people not to make profit uh, with their work. And definitely education can be a business that you can live, live out of it and do well. And the question is, how do you don't abuse the system and you make, you know, a relatively decent but small margin and still benefit people Society, and it can be done.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. Like your your model is uh, is quite unique, and you know, for people who may aspire to. Uh, have for-profit companies you you had a for-profit company uh, educational services company in the past Uh, you're right it's kind of trying to find that balance because uh, it you know unfortunately uh, many uh, companies can get caught up in becoming uh, greedy as far as profits and forget about the social mission because essentially uh, it's, it's it's education is what fuels the world. It's education, and what and what creates a safer society. It's what creates an innovative society. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's 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 a it's a it's a gift that pays unlimited dividends. You know, to all the people in the world. Educated society is the best gift uh, uh, that that, that uh, a world can have. Uh, exactly. So, I think. I, You correct me if I'm wrong, Shai, but University People, is it 10 years old now or?
1: Well, yeah, we started our 10th anniversary. So we started, we announced the university in January 2009, Mm -hmm. but we started teaching in September 2009. So September 2018, we started, we got into our 10th anniversary, yeah? Wow. A very important year for us, exactly, yeah? Wow,
0: that, that is so amazing. So, uh, as far as the future, uh, Shai, uh, what degree programs do university people have in mind for the future?
1: Well, um, right now we are not working on any new uh, program because the, the demand to what uh, we're doing is so huge that the last thing we need is to have more to have more more programs and more people knocking on our doors. We are, <laughs> We are succeeding in serving all those who come to us right now, but we are doubling the number every year. I don't know if any academic institution, they double the number every year, and we manage it quite well, but I don't want to make it triple, <laughs> to triple this number because it becomes really, really hard. So right now, uh, we, are, um, we are not working on any uh, new offering, uh, but you know, maybe in a year or two, we start thinking and looking around. What is, where is the demand or what is the need in the world, and that will determine which will be our next uh, program. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then also to to consider that you know you need enough volunteers to sustain uh, these programs. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, there, you, you've kind of reached uh, a maximum capacity at least for now. But, uh, but no, it's very exciting, you know, with, with, your, with your new Master's of Education program, uh, perhaps may, maybe in the future, uh, perhaps, you know, you'll have a Bachelor's of Education program, that would definitely be exciting to see in the future. Um, as far as you, shy, you know, because you're definitely a very... Inspirational figure, not just uh, not just in the educational sector, which is a very huge sector in the world, but just as an entrepreneur, just as an innovative mind. Are there any particular resources, maybe like books or documentaries or websites, that helps your inspiration and innovation in furthering the mission of tuition free education?
1: If you ask me, what inspire what inspire me, or what I want. Other people to be inspired, I will send everyone to watch NAS Daily on Facebook and NAS Daily. Every day for the last three years, go places, find a positive thing and talk about them. Oh. So is that shy?
0: Is that NAS Daily?
1: Right. Okay. NAS Daily. Okay. Um, and it's it's on Facebook. And this is like this is amazing young person who is traveling the world for the last three weeks, eh? for the last three years, actually, uh, he's <laughs> he's getting into his thousand uh, episodes every day, an episode of one minute about something in the world, only positive things. You know, I think that this is, this is extremely ex- uh, inspiring, and to see, first of all, to see him doing it, that's amazing. He's an amazing person, but also... See how much good there is out there. So on the one hand, there are all these horrible things and and the situation in the world is not at its best these days. On the other hand, there are a lot of good things out there which uh, give me the reason to be a a little bit optimistic, hope for a better future. And I believe that the best way for me uh, to make a better world is through education. And that's what we're doing. And tuition-free is... I believe the right thing, we're starting it, we're building a model to other, for others to follow, and when all the people who need education will get the opportunity for quality and affordable higher education, no doubt, we will have a better world. Indeed. I
0: absolutely agree. Shai, if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to follow you, or if they want to learn more about University of the People, how would they
1: do that? Well they should go to our website uo the letter u the letter o the word people all together uo people uh, and they can see all the information there you can they can see the programs that we offer uh, the people who are behind the university If they want to see videos, they will find videos there, they will find articles, anything they want to know, and they can follow us and me on Facebook, on Twitter, everywhere they want, and uh, learn, and if they're interested, they are more than welcome to apply. Uh, We, maybe it's it's important to say, anyone with high school diploma can... uh, uh, can be accepted to our bachelor degree. Everyone with a bachelor degree can accept it to our MA programs. Saying that, we start with two courses where the students need to pass to see, first of all, that what we offer actually um, meets their their needs, their demand, their expectations, and for us to see that they meet our academic uh, standards before they continue with us. So actually, we give like two courses for each of us to see that what we offer is actually a, a line of what they expect and, and the, their work is what we expect, and then they are more than welcome to continue with us tuition-free and get their associate, bachelor, or MBA or MED. If,
0: if a person has already studied at a university in the past, is these two courses still a requirement? Yes. Oh, okay. These
1: two courses are a requirement. However... You get credit for these two courses. It's part of your degree.
0: Oh, I see. But
1: if someone... and But one more thing, and that's, this is actually... Thanks for asking it. It's a great question because I haven't talked about it. If students studied in other universities, they can transfer credit. Okay. So we accept transfer credit. You know, again, it depends what they study. So it depends what kind of courses they had. So how many credit they will get. But in general... If they studied elsewhere, they don't need to. They still need to take these two courses, but then they can continue and they get credit for what they studied, for these two courses, and and they need to complete whatever is being left to get a degree.
0: All right. And is there a maximum? Because and and I, I, we'll just focus specifically on bachelor degree programs because most people are probably going to. Uh, enter that program is there is there a maximum amount of credits that uh that uop accepts uh to transfer for the bachelor's degree
1: yeah half of the credit which is a 60 credits or about 20 courses that's the maximum that we give
0: yeah 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 that's yeah that's quite good that's quite good it
1: is quite good Yeah. yeah 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 and we have you know we have we have, actually, regretfully, there are so many people who left their colleges or institutions with a debt, and they felt kind. We will ne- never be able to pay to pay it back, therefore we need to quit. So they did some studies, but they left with nothing, right? Uh-huh. They have a few credit, but they don't have a degree. So they come to us, and they can complete tuition-free their degrees, and it, it's a growing phenomenon. We have more and more people who come to us, with credit from other institutions. We would love to take them, giving them the opportunity to complete the degree and uh, get a, you know, accredited degree and go on with their life.
0: Amazing. You know, Shai, you are an ex- you are what you're doing in the education sector is extraordinary and you're definitely uh, leading the way and definitely, uh, you know, the, uh, a light for many people uh, who, ha- who, who are, you know, desperate and, you, and you're, you're, doing a, you're doing extraordinary work and uh, I just, I just want to thank you and commend you and thank you for being our
1: guest Thank you for inviting me uh, I think that what we're doing should have been done by, by someone and we are very happy that it's us so we are very fortunate to do it and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about the university Thank you
0: Absolutely Thank you For listening, just another great episode by Callan Diggs. If you haven't already, purchase the book Reaching the Finish Line at reachingthefinishline.com. Now is time for you to start reaching your finish line. So where are you waiting for? Start